yeah, Spence. I'm so stoked to be back here once again on our Ventura Forward podcast. We're always searching for those tasty waves, hot tunes, fun in the sun, righteous food, and all the news across the 805. On this show, we're going to be breaking down our segments of our unique journalistic points of view as we're always going out through Ventura County and the 805, spreading that vibe and doing our thing. Spence, how you feeling? Feeling great. Today is uh, December 13th when we are recording this episode. Make that clear because we know a lot of people watch it delayed, maybe into the weekend. It is the 12 days of Christmas. It starts today and it ends uh, right up there on the 24th. So what are you getting? What are you doing? We've taken care of a lot of our uh, Christmas buying. Now that my kids are older, it's a different world, as many of you understand and know that when you have a 16-year-old and a 21-year-old, their wants, their needs, everything change up. So we've got the Christmas shopping going. I want to suggest some local stuff that you can gift somebody that I think is brilliant. One is one of my favorite of all time for a Christmas gift, and that is Island Packers. It's the gift of an adventure. And your family, whether it's just you and the wife, maybe your date, your significant other, or the kids, there is nothing like it to hop on one of these boats and go around the islands. It might be whale watching. It might be the dolphins. It's the wonder of the sea. You never know what's going to pop up there. And then if you have a chance to go around the islands, extra special. So as a treat, when's the last time you were out to the islands? I was looking at that myself. I think it's been about eight years since I've been out to the islands. You got me. I'm absolutely embarrassed. I haven't been since I've been home. And I have free tickets to go. Island Packers, I got it for Mm -hmm. a gift. I'm slacking on that. It's so beautiful. I got to take a day. My kids love it too, but... Super slacker by me of not going out to our national park. And to buy a gift that somebody will come back with the photos, the experience, even if there's no whales on top of the water popping out or the dolphins when you get out to the islands. They call it the Galapagos of the Pacific. This group of islands here is world-renowned. People come from all over to study them. So with us living here, it's good time to get out there. And one of the things you can do is make it a Christmas gift going into uh, the Christmas season. I think that is a fantastic thing to do. Fishing, sure. Uh, Get on a boat like the gentleman. Remember, I am fishing a long time. Some people say that. Uh, The deal is this. The crew on hand, on deck, is going to help you with everything. If you want to get back into fishing or just go out there. And what other event, what other sport lets you bring home food? You know, obviously hunting up in the hills might bring back a bear or a buck or something like that. But fishing's pretty cool, too. It's another experience out on our watchers. So those are the ones I recommend. A gift of the Botanical Gardens. You could buy somebody a membership for two, perhaps. That would be a nice gift where they can go up and enjoy the gardens. They're always free on Friday, which is really good, and always free on a holiday. Uh, that's the deal at the Botanical Gardens. The gift of music is right here in Ventura County, too at the Ventura Music Hall. They bring in stuff for the youngins. Uh, They bring in all different kinds of music. One of the bands that I'm so impressed with that they got, when we first started this show, we were talking about Royal Blood. It's a band from Britain. Two guys. Uh, Generally, they play uh, the bass and the drums, and they go up there and they just rock it. They now have a song that's very popular on Los Angeles radio, and they're kicking butt. So that's the kind of band that comes into of the Ventura Music Hall. So all of the above, 
give the gift of music, maybe go vinyl shopping and buy a favorite record for a buddy, some old vinyl or new vinyl for the kids, one that I scored heavily on, and I thank our friends over at Jim Salzer's Records. I went in there. I know the daughter likes Billie Eilish, and she was into a couple of other bands, and I was telling the guy, and he says, I think she'll like this album. And he pulled out an album by a group, it's a duo, The Garden. Hmm. So I said, okay, yeah, I'll roll the dice on that. I, I like exploring. When she opened it up, how did you know? She totally flipped out. Nice. The kids at Salsers nailed it. So Jim Salsers is another great local business to go for shopping. A lot of good gag gifts there. You know, just a lot of fun and the great vinyl. There's nothing like it. So those are my suggestions for a little Christmas and a holiday shopping local. And the gift of a restaurant, Le Monasal. Yes, gift cards you get out there. Pete's Breakfast House, uh, Arsenal Comics. We've always been promoting. We got to get all of our businesses out there right now because you want to be able to shop local, gift card local, and encourage, if you can, your grandparents even buy local. And the great thing about breakfast, you know, think of Ma, if whoever really, you know, uh, flips the pancakes and gets it going on a Sunday morning. Just think if you could say, hey, uh, we got you the gift card. Today we are treating you to uh, Pete's Breakfast House. I think that's a good way to go. Uh, now that we got that fun stuff out of the way. Yes, Spence. We what gotta, are the challenges? Well, you we have one more little fun thing I must admit is that big concert coming up on Thursday night. Ray Fresco, that band that brought in our beat, is playing with Ozzo Motley in mm -hmm. a fundraiser for the forward tier himself, Victor Rodriguez. Uh, man, I'm out the town, been in Ventura for a long time. Victor and me had French class spent in sophomore year at Buena with Mrs. Gerard. So me and Vic have been friends for a long time. And it's fun to know that the community can pick you up if you have a little blip in the road. Vic had a little health problem pop up. He tackled it. He's moving forward. So we're stoked to go out and be celebrating with Victor Ray Fresco at Ventura Music Hall. And we cannot mention another venue now the majestic ventura theater is now also a proud sponsor of ventura forward let's go and there's always room for more you know that's why uh you know the ventura music hall ventura theater the more music venues we have in this area the better it is for the area i uh, get on out there another night's gift look at a concert there maybe there's one that you can buy a pair of tickets from for uh the theater ventura theater majestic or uh you know the ventura music hall Yep, and we're starting this podcast off by starting on December 22nd, our big rally, march, shop, and party, downtown Ventura. Woo-wee is the news spreading. City manager Bill Ayub gave your boy Spence a call last night just wanting to know the details because staff was asking him that they heard Ventura Ford was coming down in full force. Good old Ayub wanted to know what the details were. I said, rest easy, my guy. It's going to be peaceful, loving, and we're going to be out there with its, with its food or vendors. We're going to do what everyone else does in the city of Ventura. Whether you have a permit, you don't have a permit, you're following the law, you're not because we get the conversation started. So with five 500 to 1,000 locals. Let's go more than 1,000. Spence, if we can get more than 1,000 people, would you just say that's actually bananas, right? Bananas would be 1,000. Bananas yeah, would be 1,000. That'd, that'd be a bunch. Tell everybody. I'm actually headed downtown today to get some information and let everyone know about the actual rally. And on top of that, I'm going to take it in a survey. A survey needs to be transparent. And who can bring that? Ventura Forward. How do we do it? We ask the questions personally, and we write it down on a piece of paper. The questions will be, Spence, do you want paid parking in its full capacity to come downtown Ventura? Number one. Number two, 
Have you been questioned about Main Street moves and paid parking before me right now? Number three, what is your best option for Main Street moves, the closure of downtown? Is it keeping it closed year round at Pedestrian Mall? Is it going to a hybrid model? And there's actually, I'm going to maybe present two hybrid models. One is having a one lane road go down Main Street. The second would be a two lane hybrid. People are talking about having a two lane road down Main Street plus having the restaurants and the streets. Seems interesting for me, but it's an option. Number four option will ultimately be open it up completely. So when everyone's talking about who's saying this and who's saying that, I'm not getting an opinion because the sad part is sometimes people aren't really believing their city representatives or the people collecting the data. People want to keep questioning the county, questioning the city. Is this real transparent information and data? Guess what? Ventura Forge and put some time in there to get that information out there because we're learning about different entities, different organizations, nonprofits that have been making a lot of decisions about Ventura. That's where the people feel slighted, mostly when it comes down to the Downtown Ventura Partnership. Also, there's another group called the Downtown Ventura Organization. So DVP and DVO, those acronyms are being flown around and the community can't understand what's going on. Spence, I can barely do it myself. Yeah, it's confusing. When were you ever asked him, what is your, uh, what, what's your dog in this fight? You know, do you care? Do you want to get involved? But don't get mad afterwards if you didn't do anything beforehand. That's one of the things. If you know it's out there, it's your job to get out there and let your voice be heard. Again, I always go back to the Ventura County Fairgrounds with that opportunity where a lot of people showed up and did voice their opinion on you know, what could possibly happen at the fairgrounds. And that's what you need to do. Don't just complain. Get involved. And when I said earlier that the Ventura Majestic Theater was sponsoring Ventura for, I didn't mean that in monetary or sitting behind all of our missions. What I meant by sponsorship is what everyone can do in being involved, taking that phone call, taking the time to be involved because you're sponsoring the spark that's getting community information out there. And a lot of businesses are absolutely behind Ventura Ford more than ever, shouting out iron and resin downtown as well. Dargan's Irish Pub, let's go. Rocks and Drams, I see you all day long. Immigrant son, raise it high. Come on, let's go because everyone's coming together to let we know it's best for the community and Spence, it's changing because you would think from post-pandemic, which has been about two and a half years now, right? Business has changed since then. And should we be going off numbers justifying Main Street moves from two years ago before pandemic? Or more importantly, how about in the last six months? Because the last six months, this economy has taken a turn for a lot less expendable income. I've heard it from small mom and pops. I've heard it from business people who've been talking about it. People are tightening up a little bit as maybe it's a presidential race is coming up. Maybe talk about the interest rates moving and stuff. But this is national conversation that brings us to the lowest level when our small businesses are struggling and rent prices are going up. Paid parking's going up downtown. And then if that all happens, what is the outcome ultimately in a year, two years from now? Are we going to be losing our awesome mom and pop shops, the knickknacks, the thrift stores, and becoming more of that corporate downtown? It looks like we're headed that way. And that's what we're trying to put a stop to from having just a select five or 10 people who majority of them were not born or raised in the city of Ventura, don't completely understand our culture, trying to make us look like Santa Barbara, trying to make us look like Santa Monica. When everyone that moves here says one thing, I moved here because I don't want to be like those places. Ventura is different. And that's what I'm talking to my representatives and my leaders about every single day. 
Chief Schindler called me yesterday. VPD reached out. As I told you, I'm talking to council members daily, reminding them, be bold. Stop looking for comparisons and comps when making new rules and laws and ideas. Let's be bold and be the outlier. Let's be the one that pushes the envelope and says that we will be the example. And we might subject ourselves to liability or scrutiny or God forbid someone talks bad about Ventura. But you know what? We're that great. We're that good. And when we stand strong together on December 22nd and every day in this community, that's the strength that we can provide to know that you've got five, ten thousand people behind you. That's what representatives need to know that they'll get the votes. And Spence, we're getting the votes moving forward because we're speaking the truth. The community feels it. You can feel me. I'm fired up more than ever. Let's go. Let's see what happens that in the date again. December 22nd, 2 p.m. The location. First Street and Main Street. Out of the 150 to 250 followers that get this podcast going every week, shout out to you. You all better be there. If you're not there, I might block you from the podcast, and then what are you going to do then? Bring a friend. Bring a friend. Tell a friend. I will be coming out with more digital flyers soon. you got to pump this thing up. Okay, it's going to be fun. And on top of that, the Ventura Theater, the Majestic Ventura Theater, has a show that night, Spence, The Vandals. The punk band, the Vandals. From the old days, yeah. yeah the Vandals wow. are coming in. We got a couple tickets if you want to go with me. I got my friend Casey Clark coming into town. I had Cleanup Ventura, I heard, hit me up a ticket. So since I don't even know who Cleanup Ventura is, I'm going to have to put his two tickets like underneath maybe a flower pot. He'll come by and pick them up, and we don't even know who he is. But the fun being is we're getting everybody involved in this because we need to be involved and let everybody know moving forward, Ventura Ford will have a powerful voice the spark that starts a fire and the same team that can put that fire out under control. Spence, how you doing over there? I'm, I'm doing great over here. <laughs> I'm looking at the vandals here. I got to check them out. I'm sure I was in or around that uh, many, many moons ago. So we will have to look at the vandals. An America punk rock band, 1980 Orange County. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're like they OG, the OG originals. Yeah, definitely if they're 1980. First vibes and the vibes too about the the counties off the top of my head was I got a new little adventure going on, Spence. I want to be a firefighter. Yep. And there's a cool thing you can do without without submitting my whole career and my whole life to being a firefighter. It's kind of a hot shot crew. The lowest level of firefighters as you can do as a paid person working is for the federal government. Mm-hmm. And we have a great distribution of fire stations about the Los Padres National Forest. My friend, Paul Hyatt, I'm forgetting his title, but he's in charge of what they're calling the Sundowner Crew here stationed at Lake Casitas. And every year, he has the responsibility of putting 20 hot spotters, inspiring firefighters, go-getters to get out and put a team together for a 12-month period. So when the state calls, you go out and you start breaking lines for fires. It's kind of like the lower level one class of firefighters. I guess it's a spot you get into to start off and you move your way up. But I went up for an interview. I passed the first interview, which I think everybody does. (laughs) But I now have the information to fill out. And then there's a big physical test. Do you know what the test is? I do. Okay. It's climbing up this mountain in Ojai. It's a big mountain. It's a mile up. Mile up. 1,200 feet. 1,200 feet gain in the mile? Yes, sir. That's pretty steep. Yes, it is. It's very similar to my two trees hike. How far do you have to go? I mean, how fast do you have to go? 30 minutes. 30 minutes to go? 48 pounds of pack on your back. Okay, that's different. And holding a shovel. 
Okay. So yesterday I tried to do the two trees, but I got about 32 minutes. I'm close already. I've been hiking a lot. You know, and me, you I'm, had the uh, pack on. I had the pack because I'm taking five gallons of water okay. up to the two trees. Water's heavy. So water, I think, is 8.5 gallons yeah. per something. So that's 40, 40 pounds was right there. So I made, me, I made me need to put a little five-pound five weight to make it accurate. Carried a shovel. I carried a shovel. I was tired, dude. I couldn't pull that off now. And what's your time got to be? 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Oh, you're right there. I was right in there yesterday. And I'm just starting off. I think the test is coming up in February or March for me. So I'm training. I'm pumped up, dude. I want to do this. And guess how many times? I'd like to do it as a one-off. I know they wouldn't accept me, but I, I would like to. I wonder if I could handle that. That, that would be... Right now, it'd take me at least an hour to do that with all that. You that wanna, would be tough. Are you looking for a handicap, you mean? No, never, <laughs> ever, ever. The world does not. That's why I don't even like age groups in racing because nobody cares. Right. If you're out in the wild and something attacks you, it doesn't ask what class you're in. Right. 50 to 60. It doesn't. The world is a competitive place. Everybody's in competition. So, no, I, I never, I despise handicaps. And I welcome the competition too because mm-hmm. out of the. Well, I don't think I'd be competition for you. Well, no. Uh, but I'd be competition for myself. That'd be great. Yes. You are a fine young man. Eh? I you... got to find a pack that weighs 40. That would be murder right now. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be murder. I would, but I would love to see what, what I would end up. And I, I'm looking forward to this because I think last year they had about 90 applicants for the Sundowner crew. And 20 make the squad. So I got some competition coming. And I got to get in there. It's about personality, camaraderie, workmanship, experience, availability. And this year they got called out 10 times. Wow. 10 times and they're out for an average of like 10 days or 14 days. You're gone the whole time. The paycheck's pretty hefty, like three or four grand when you come back from every time you're out there. So you're getting paid good money, average good money. Uh, Paul's been talking about a lot of this cool part is, is let's get some more attention to the sundowners. Let's get some more attention to the federal fire department. Like how many people know that there's a federal fire department division in Ventura County? It's one of those things when we were talking to, um, chief McGrath, mm-hmm. it's one of the issues where you don't realize one, how many firefighters there are in Ventura County and all the different designations, you know, city, County, whatever. And there's a bunch of them. And then and, we, yeah. And we see this weekend, the big fire we had in Somis, the need for all of this fire area that we're in. Yep. So I'm excited about trying the Sundowners and all the podcast listeners of Ventura. Folk. What else? Running up the hill. You got to give me more. What What are some of the other physical uh, fitness levels? Or is it just if you run up the hill with the pack in 30 minutes, you win? Well, or are there you, other you qualify to be one of the few selected. You have to do that to be qualified to even be picked. And then basically after that, it's all camaraderie stuff. You know, like experience you have. How did you interview? Because at that point, I figure if you're walking that fast and carrying that much weight, the odds of you being able to rake a shovel, carry stuff, you should probably probably do everything else. Yeah, and the other thing that's uh, funny, not that I'm comparing the American Gladiators with firefighting, but when I tried out for the Gladiators, the thing that they did just to kill everybody, you went up to the pull-up bar and you had to do dead hang, chin over, 21. 99% of the people couldn't do five. And it was so funny seeing these people stand in line where you're looking going, there's no way that guy can. But they wanted to go there and have the fun of trying out. Not realizing, I talked to the gladiators and they said, we purposely set up that initial challenge just to blow out 95% of the people. Then we look at who's serious. And this could be the same type of thing. Because that is rough. That's, that's a rough climb. 
I, I maybe I'll post a video of how hard I was breathing yesterday. No, that's a tough climb. And Paul gave me a, 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 a thought. He said, no stopping, no water. No stopping, no water. And I'll admit I stopped about one time, one and a half times. What's yesterday. considered stopping on a walk or, or just stopping, no, stopping? No, like completely. your feet cannot stop moving. Yeah, that's, that's good advice. Always walk. Yeah, no always stop. Move. Well, in, in that one mile, in mm -hmm. this one mile that you're doing is, and, and that's the thought. When you're fighting yeah. a fire and you're moving, you got to think about it. It's a mentality. And when he, the, the one thought he said, too, is embrace the suck. That's a good term. I knew you would like that one. Embrace the suck. He goes, it's all going to suck. You're breathing in air. It sucks. You're tired. It sucks. You're sleeping on the ground in dirt. It sucks. Well, if not, don't be a sundowner. Yeah. Don't be somebody out here saving lives and saving the forest and all those animals and everything else you can do. I've never done anything close. I ran a marathon, ran a half mar ran two marathons, half marathon. I did the marathon when I was 40 and 42. Uh, so I'm in the ballpark, but they did not give me a 40-pound pack. This is what the reason we're bringing this up is to encourage everybody out there cool. who, who needs a job, get involved. I have an elementary entrance level to firefighting. It's like class one. It's it's less than the uh, hot shot crew. It's right in there. You can get out there and challenge me. Come out there. If you take Spencer's spot, good on you. But in the meantime, we get a view of Lake Casitas, and it's fantastic up there. All right, Spence, we got so much going on today. Let's talk a little bit about the basketball courts of Ventura High School. Basketball courts at Ventura High School, as we know, we got a little birdie about a month ago. It wasn't too long ago we heard that they wanted to tear out basketball courts outside the Tuttle Gym on the campus of Ventura High School in a very fluid, functioning spot on a campus. Kind of drew a lot of attention to me. Why are we taking down recreation to create recreation? Because the sand volleyball team, girls team, needs love. And I saw that and I understood that. I saw the urgency from the young lady that they wanted their season to come full circle. And boy, did we get a big win, Spence. And I mentioned to you the analogy earlier. I want to pride myself on taking the can off the worms. And, mm -hmm. and sometimes you think in life, having the, taking the can off the worms seems like almost like a negative or a connotation because like, there was a problem. Now you kind of extirbated the problem, made it worse because the worms are all over the floor now. But my analogy is this. When you're holding the can and you're holding the lid because you took the lid off the worms. The worms are all over the ground. They're squiggling everywhere. You can't put the can down, the lid down because you might something might happen there. You continue to hold it. Then you need people to help. You need the community to gather those worms. And when you open the top of the lid off, you can't really be controlling about how the worms get back into the can either. You got to work together as a team and then those worms get back on the top you put the top back on it and you put it back down you say look at the good job we did and that's exactly what happened right here we were the spark that got that started and we completed what was the best i'm calling it a triple trifecta win to where we got the volleyball courts in the best location we saved urban forestry five mature trees were possibly going to be removed I wasn't having it. They're now staying there. And number three, the recreation of those old basketball courts that are iconic on Ventura High School for over 50, 60 years. We talked about it last week. Jamal Wilkes is a young man, played at Washington School. He played at Ventura High School. And that's just one example of all of our memories that we have on those basketball courts. And even the last few years, Spence, you know what my, my memory is? We were practicing for VYBA. I'm getting chills right now. Someone come, a, a kid comes up. He goes, did you hear that Kobe Bryant just died? Hmm accident and we're like what and my arms right now look at those goosebumps on those courts playing basketball we heard about kobe 
one of the thousands of memories that the community was wanting to share about those courts. We created a win-win-win as a board of trustees. Shout out Sabrina, Alicia, James, Calvin, and the new board president, my old principal, Dr. Gerald Dannenberg, coming through with a 5-0 vote to give the preferred location up above Larrabee Stadium. Going to cost about 20 parking spots. That's okay. James Forsythe, I'm going to throw you a little jab here. Didn't know that the kids didn't park up above. So remember, when you're a representative, before you speak sometimes, know the situation. <laughs> James, I'm poking at you for fun because that's a Ventura Forward does. But man, did we get a huge win to say master plan coming for Ventura High School, $600 million bond. This was one of the first decisions made with the bond money, and we got the best outcome for the kids. Good work. Thank you, sir. Yes, and what's next? I don't know. I'm I'm still kind of just so happy about that win. Yeah, let, let that one kind of. Uh, you know, I thought it was so fun on that. I was just like, yeah, 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 yeah. I was I was beaming last night. I'm beaming right now. Can you see my face? Look at this face. Yes, that's a beaming face. Because you know how much I love the recreation. Mm -hmm. And since you've asked me about what's going next, we're going to move it forward real fast here. It's about the turf, the grass, the sod, the opportunity for recreation and huge, vast tracts of land. Because that's my best Homer Simpson, not Homer Simpson, the Simpsons. What's the, uh, what's the, the groundskeeper? Groundskeeper Willie. Yeah. That's my, that's my best groundskeeper Willie I got in my back pocket. Mm -hmm. And the grass is so important. And look at some, you know, go around town right now. And I'll tell you, two of our best places that everyone's fighting for, number one is Community Park. That grass, not playing surface, is immaculate. Why can't all of our schools be like that? Because I found out through some workers and some hard volunteers that 20 years ago, the school district changed their ideology on pest control management. They wanted to get holistic with killing gophers. Ouch. No more poison, no more torturous traps. So guess who's taken over? The gophers, because we live below the most, most potent national forest. If you know anything about Ventura County, you know you're never stopping the gophers. You can only kill them because they're living up in the hillsides, coming through the ground, folks, all the way to the beach. We can't stop these cute little buggers. But what we can do with the gophers and moles is kill them. Because when they come in the right area, you can't allow them. But there's a new solution to this. You don't have to kill them. You can prevent them being in your area. How, Spence? Chicken wire. Chicken wire stops gophers. Chicken wire. Chicken wire stops gophers. It does. Better take. Because it, it allows them not to be able to surface. Okay. So if they, oh, got it. Got so it, got if, they're, it. If, they're, yeah. if they're scouting an area out and they, they can't surface, they'll move on. If they can't surface, they'll, they'll move on to where they can surface. Kind of makes pretty, well, obviously pretty logical sense here. Sure. So if you go look at some of the, the great courses, go look at the Ventura Avenue Park, West Park. When you drive on the 33 again, everyone who drives on the 33, look out the window and go, Wow, why is West Park so green and lush and beautiful? Well, because when they redid that park, they put down chicken wire. They put down effective ways of pest management control. Then go about 200 more yards. You'll see, uh, is it E.P. Foster or Will Rogers? You'll see Will Rogers School there. Look at the turf. Trashed. Dirt. Potholes. Horrible unplaying conditions for these kids. Why? No pest management control. Hmm. It's not water. It's not facilities fault. It's that the facilities haven't been given the tools or the authority to properly maintain these areas. And you're thinking, oh, Spencer, you're always complaining. Oh, Spencer. Really, it's just grass. But more importantly, you know what it is? It's liability. 
And Spence, I know you know best, and you're my guy about Mr. Liability, always keeping me in my lane the best you can, and I don't do a good job. But here, I agree completely with liability because kids' injuries, not okay. Kids have gotten broken ankles, fallen and broken their arms, all because we can't fill some gopher holes? Do you find that acceptable? It's difficult, and especially, you know, just watch Bill Murray and Caddyshack. Sometimes you got to take them out. Sometimes the greasy, grimy gopher guts. You just got to take them out. And it's weird how people act around pests. Now, everything has the right to live, but seriously, when it's encroaching, it's not. You know, it's not. Rats in your house, not a good look. You know, so you got to get rid of them. And you're not going to catch and release. You know, it's one of those things. So I know everybody's got their point, but come on. Rats and gophers are going to mess stuff up. Look at all the growing that we do around here. Do they really want gophers running through the strawberry or, you know, whichever one, the beets? No, no. And so we get a little too sensitive sometimes. I agree completely. And when kids need recreation and opportunity in the community, now we talk about safe spaces for kids. Video games are taking over. Kids getting outside more. If you're a kid and your area you're supposed to go play in, isn't well kept is that going to promote you getting out there are fences all over the ventura unified school district yards going to be promoting kids activities we got to think about this big time i'm going to stay on that topic for a little bit too because i talked to a trustee this last week i talked to all five trustees in the last two weeks just so you know too i'm working hard and they said well you know there's liability spencer you know from who the the groundskeeper guy because in the morning a guy or a girl is supposed to sweep the whole campus to make sure it looks good for the kids, right? Now, you might miss something. You might, but they're, they're giving so. What, what's the worst case scenario? Someone's doing a bunch of cocaine laced with fentanyl in the corner of a school. He gets so passed out off Fetty, he drops his bag. He wakes up at five in the morning, hops the fence, and then he's sitting there in the fentanyl bags in the ground, right? That's worst case scenario. Kid goes and touches it, gets it. ODs dies. Okay, that's the doomsday scenario that they're creating, ultimately stopping us from recreation on campuses. Because one person can't take the liability of what happens. And my 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 comment to that is somebody doing coke and fetty is gonna hop a fence or walk through a fence if they want to get there. A five foot fence is not stopping anyone from doing anything bad. So open up the fences during the light hours and have a community member come lock the fences at sundown and then staff can come back in the morning and unlock it. But what we can't have is parents' concerns of safety from active shooters or people walking on campus affect what happens after school is over and the recreation opportunity that was built and drived around Ventura City and our 27 school locations, okay? E.P. Foster, the founding families, didn't have this liability and these barriers set up when they were creating open spaces. So trust me, when they created like neighborhoods everywhere and you're saying, man, why are there so many neighborhoods in Ventura? You know, Midtown, East Side with lack of amenities because the schoolyards was an open space. They didn't feel the need to put extra parks everywhere because the school pace provided just like Washington School. Shout out Sam Buenaventura Conservation Crew. I didn't get that name right, but it's very close because they're the ones looking to put in the ultimate designation to have that Washington school property on Main Street and Hearst and McMillan as a designated historical site, and they're almost there. That's fantastic. But it's not just the building. It's the open space. That open space. I mean, look at the parks in Midtown. 
The most popular park is what? In Midtown by downtown. Cemetery Park, Spence. Cemetery Park is now come the hill. Is that Cannon Park? Uh, Marion Cannon Park, no, is in... Uh, Which Mon- one do they call Needle Park? Uh, Syringe. One of them. It might be oh, oh, that's No, that's Plaza Park downtown. Plaza Park. Okay, that's the nasty one. Yes, Plaza Park and, and, and Mission Park are the two downtown that are kind of in their own outliers because mm-hmm. they're in that area. You get to other parks. This Hearst Park is big. There's parks everywhere that we got to keep it safe because Cemetery Park was originally a cemetery. Okay? It wasn't supposed to be a park. In 1961, we know the story that continues as the Ventura County Vietnam veterans continue to fight to have headstones of all veterans resurfaced and put up in that there's a Congressional Medal of Honor winner in that cemetery still buried to my understanding, doesn't have a headstone. That's the stuff we're fighting for because, again, the designers and the planners of our cities lacked foresight of open space. As you can see, the schools are important. So now the school district owns Washington School. They have aspirations of putting teacher housing, transitional housing, throughout the open space again. When I'm saying, no, don't take away area that there's sod and grass that kids and seniors and everybody can play on. Go rebuild and re-update areas that have already been paved over. Paving over paradise and building a parking lot has never been more true in the city of Ventura. And we got to stop thinking about that. You got to get modern. I don't want to say modern. You got to get inventive with new ideas to say the property of the old Kinko's property off of the avenue. That's a great spot for housing because there's already stuff there. Tear down that freaking building. I'm tired of stop, tear down old buildings, even if it costs money, and stop tearing up the farmland. Because, Spence, I got a question for you here. I heard they're going to take up 54 acres in Santa Paula for a business park center and taking out agriculture. Have you heard that? Didn't hear the agriculture part, no. Yes, mostly agriculture by mm. Adams Branca, I think it is, on the west end of Santa Paula. They're going to be doing a 54-acre business park. And I'm thinking to myself, there's really not places in Santa Paula that you could, maybe, maybe there's not, maybe there's not, but you, does Santa Paula need a business park? And if we do build it, is it agricultural land? I don't know. That's all I'm saying. I know there's a lot of ag there and Santa Paula needs revenue, but is there spaces in Santa Paula that are dilapidated enough that we can work with those landowners to update that area opposed to go tearing up trees? And I could be wrong, but I want everyone to know moving forward, that's the attention we have to give is not just thinking that you can annex land like the McGrath State property down here. Or there's a piece of property that I want to annex, actually, that's being farmed now, too. So I might be at the pot being called the kettle black here because I don't know the specifics of what's going on there in Santa Paula. But I want everyone to know we're fighting for urban forestry, our ag land, no matter what it takes, because that's the culture and the vibe of the 805. And that's what you got to do. Got it. Mm Mm-hmm. You got to get it done. And uh, December 20th, this is, podcast has been so much fun. How long have we been talking here, Spence? This has been about 30 minutes. Ooh, 30 minutes at wee. this point. Yeah, got it going for 30. So what is our uh, capital? What is going? 35. Look at that. Time fun. flies. I want to just say hi to everybody again and say thank you for listening. Keep sharing it. Go on your social media feeds. Hit that Instagram story button. Share it up. We're live on YouTube right now. We're trying to hit different platforms to hit the different demographic of people to let you know we care about you. Ventura Forager sharing that stoke, growing more than ever. Everybody in the community saying hi to me and that you're, I'm doing God's work. I'm doing a blessings for the community. I'm sacrificing myself. I got to say thank you. 
I almost came to tears yesterday in the meeting when it was my favorite compliment when uh, somebody said, you know what? At first, I didn't like you. I thought you were annoying. I thought, well, who is this guy just trying to cause a bunch of problems? But then I listened to you a little bit more. You got to be more consistent. I actually thought, and this is a weird, you seem very intelligent. I was like, ooh, interesting. But you know what? I found my lane. I found my lane in Dodger baseball, youth sports, urban forestry, homeless communication. I mean, I, I hate to say this, but is anybody out there communicating with the homeless in the streets more than me? Unpaid? <laughs> Unpaid? And we got new people coming. Honey, Sh Honey, Honey Shine Company, huge sponsor coming up. Uh, Ventura Clean, this new guy I met yesterday, Brandon. What a go-getter. Brandon, we're going to do so much good work, Spence. He has a nonprofit already started. He's doing encampment cleanups. He offered the heavy equipment for us. It's growing. It's growing. It's growing. And I just want to say thank you to the listeners, the followers, and most importantly, to my partner, not in crime, Tom Spence. Well, it's a pleasure uh, working with you and doing the podcast and watching everything you do from Instagram on out. And we will see the big party that is coming up, the gathering in the city of Ventura. What's the date on that? December 22nd. It's a Friday before Christmas. Get your Christmas gifts. Come on down and hang out. And we're going to end up this, close this podcast out on saying, sponsor Ventura Forward. Look at Tom Spence and find ways to sponsor what Tom's got going on. If you guys got opportunities for us, reach out. If you want to go to Patreon and do five bucks a month, do it. If you want to go like our Facebook page, do it. But don't think that we're sitting back here having everything hunky and dory and fine and dandy. I'll speak for myself here. I need more help and you can do it. There's something that's always said, don't make a good man beg. Go out and find that man or woman that you know and be forthcoming with giving of your money. I'm not talking about a hug. I'm talking about pulling out your absolutely pocketbook. And if you got a thousand, ten thousand, a million bucks in the bank, don't rest on your laurels. Get that money out in your community and it'll make you feel good. You can sponsor me. You can talk to sponsor Tom. And if you don't like us, we'll find someone that you do like because that's Ventura Ford. We're sharing that stoke. Spence, did you have a good time? I did have a good time. And it's uh, getting into the holidays. 12 days of Christmas starts today, the 13th. Count the 13th out to the 24th. What are you doing? What are you getting? And what are you giving? Well, I, I've been, have you been naughty this year, do you think? Are they nice? You might, you might, you have time though. You got time to make up for it. Make San amends. Santa's still watching us all, and Santa will be watching that concert tomorrow night, the 14th of December. Ozzo Motley at the Ventura Music Hall, and opening up is Ray Fresco, that band that we love so much. Spence, Q Ray Fresco, the band that always closes us out. Boys, we appreciate you. We'll see you Thursday night. Let's go! Let's go!